I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself. And of course, when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, and I'll be your host for today. As always, on today's episode, I have on a friend. His name is Aaron. And it's funny because we actually met through a mutual friend, um, actually, at my one of my best friend's birthday party last fall. And at the birthday party, we somehow ended up getting into just a very deep conversation around timing of life and his male perspective on relationships, especially because he's engaged. And I just kind of found it fascinating to see how grounded and secure his mindset is, especially around relationships. And I personally find that kind of rare, uh, even for his age, just in, in New York City, and, and I think in any big major city. I also lived in LA before. So I think that definitely uh, was a different outlook on relationships than I've heard before. And so I remember uh, at the time, this was like last October, I was like, okay, dude, you have to come on my podcast at some point. And of course, many months later, we finally made it happen. And so I would say today's episode really highlights his, what I would consider grounded perspective from a male on dating and relationships and the difference in approach from men and women. And also we do talk a little bit about why men develop a little bit later and something I did allude to on this podcast as to why I think maybe that partially like this specific reason is partially why Aaron has been able to develop and progress more within himself. And so I think it's definitely will give a lot of great insight for you ladies, especially if you're someone that feels like dating in today's world sucks and you feel like guys just suck as a whole. I think uh, we definitely cover on some different reasons as to why men are the way they are and what we can do to better understand and have a better approach to relationships as a whole. So with that being said, let's welcome Aaron to the podcast. 
Well, Aaron, thank you for rushing here, coming no on the worries. podcast. I know you were, uh, for guys, for context, um, you just came back from Brazil. Correct, literally, yeah. like yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I feel like that that whole, uh, you know, the energy of like getting back into the, the swing of things. That's why I was impressed when you were like, yeah, I, I, can, I can do Monday. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. No, yeah. I was like my, uh, so technically my family, so my fiance and mm-hmm. mother-in-law, mm-hmm. fiance is from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Mother-in-law is coming here um, tomorrow morning. Oh my god! So it wasn't it wasn't uh, so much like oh I just got back I need to do this. Yeah. It's like oh I gotta get the house ready to go. Yeah yeah yeah, she's yeah. yeah yeah okay okay. Yeah. First time leaving Brazil, so it's like a big oh wow big, move. big yeah. deal okay big deal. Yeah. wow well okay definitely super grateful to have you on. I know this is um. <laughs> Something I remember when we had our first conversation in October, when we met at my friend Ali's birthday, we mm-hmm. just had like a really cool, deep conversation off the mm-hmm. bat. So I was like, this is, this would be good for the pod. <laughs> so welcome. I <laughs> well, appreciate that. Can, first off, can you like paint us kind of like a picture of Aaron over the years, like from okay. childhood mm-hmm. to early adulthood to where you're at now, just to okay. kind of like uh, bring people up to speed all right so i'm originally from the midwest nebraska mm-hmm. actually um just going to give you a quick perspective yeah. nebraska is probably different than how you would really think about it yeah um i'm from a really small town but a very diverse town okay so i think that actually trajectoried me like at a young age to mm-hmm. really want to go places be places because i was around diverse people yeah when you think of nebraska you probably don't think that interesting <laughs> so, okay uh, but yeah, I grew up there. I uh, love sports like my whole life. Kind of in Nebraska, that's yeah. like all there is to do. Right. So, um, and it's like the cool thing to do, yeah. I'd say. Um, so I played soccer in college for a little bit. Um, went to school in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Knew, like growing up, my family lived in uh, San Diego area oh, in okay. Florida. So we would always go to one or the other, yeah. usually on like summer vacations. Yeah. Um, which really got me like wanting to leave. So I left as soon as I graduated college. I moved to California. Okay. I was in California about eight years. Oh, um, nice. Maybe nine. Okay. Um, and that's where I met my current fiance. Yeah. I kind of lived everywhere in California. Yeah. I lived in yeah. the Central Valley at first. Okay. Um, which is more west, like yeah, more yeah, country yeah. than Nebraska, yeah. technically. Yeah. Um, then I lived in the Bay Area for about five years, and okay. then I lived in LA for like two so yeah i think that completes eight so like one year in central valley and then northern california southern yeah so yeah yeah um i would say i've always worked in sports that's probably i loved sports for a long time um now i don't really work in sports i kind of left yeah i had like more you know the more you travel i've been in a lot of places in the world um yeah have a huge knack for that that's what i'd say is like Every time I go somewhere, I come back from somewhere, I feel mm-hmm. different, which I like. gives me more me perspective, too. more yeah. grateful for what I have, yeah. what I'm going through, all those situations. So sure. even coming back from Brazil, been yeah. there before, but yeah. it's great to come home. Yeah, no, so. I feel the same way, too. I mean, I was obviously in Colombia for the first time, mm-hmm. like, uh, recently, and so I think it, w- it definitely expanded my mind because most of my experience has been all over Europe, okay. but I've never been to South America, <laughs> yeah, so that's why yeah, I was, yeah. like, super stoked, and I, I told you we talked, like, before I left, too, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, Medellin for the first time, and yeah. I don't know what How was to the uh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> okay, it was great. Okay. I mean, it was just, it was such a vibe, you know, yeah, so I was yeah. like having, having fun. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I do want to dive into a topic. We hit it off on um, the first time we met, which is around timing mm-hmm. and relationships and kind of the correlation of that. Cause I think it's something I was 
kind of pondering myself around for men specifically and then you kind of had your whole spiel about it i don't know if it was because we were all a <laughs> little wine drunk or something yeah, right I don't know, but we were, we, were, yeah. we were like going off on it and and i think um i was really curious about uh and at the time you articulated it too but what are your thoughts on specifically for men mm-hmm. on like the the relation of time and their ability to be in a relationship and so Mm -hmm. timing for them and and maybe there's more details from your experience but maybe that's like from a financial level or like mental stability level or just like personal groundedness like whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like because you obviously have a lot more male friends than i do so you Mm -hmm. can observe that as well but i'm kind of curious like what's your take on that because i think you alluded to that being a big part into how you were able to kind of quote unquote feel more ready when mm-hmm. you met your now fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, great question. Uh, well, first and foremost, I think like men just mature at a slower rate than women yeah. Um, yeah. socially. Right? right. And that goes right. back when women mature faster, yeah. they date older men, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Totally. Even the freshman dating the senior, totally doesn't really happen for like a male from a yeah. male perspective. Um, but that really, you know, through time yeah. it, that compiles and like experiences grow people and mature faster. So mm-hmm. like the 22 year old female is different than the 22 year old male. Right. 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 Um, so yeah, it's, it's super interesting. I would say most men, a, they're not able to do experience as much things mm-hmm. probably as women. If uh, if you're a 22 year old female and you're dating like an older man, True. you're gonna have a different experience True. than if you're dating like a dude that's at the college bars 100%. like buying buckets of beers for yeah. whatever, right. fifteen dollars, you know. Right. Um. So I'd say that has a huge thing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think um, everyone, every male has a different journey though, like mm-hmm. on that timeline, right? I feel that I'm in a further place than I would say majority of men in my age. Right, um, right. 31. Yeah. Just to yeah, <laughs> let yeah, yeah. Know. Um, but even then, like, I felt like I was more, kind of more mature at, like, the age of 26. And I yeah. think that comes from different experiences that I had in my career as well as, like, traveling. Yeah. Um, and all those things just help grow you and you feel a little more grounded. I think ultimately all those timing pieces – most people don't know what they want right Right. and you may never like it's a constant chase right you're always chasing what you want to do and uh who you want to be with that ever evolves but i would say the more experiences you have the more growth you have um and that's kind of when it comes to timing and stuff like that so does that answer yeah i'm thinking do you feel like you knew or like had a strong idea of what you wanted when you were in your late 20s Are you currently in college or recently graduated but kind of struggling to figure out how to approach your post-grad life? If so, then I have the perfect guide for you, which I created for my college self in mind. That is the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success ebook, which features a holistic approach to all things starting out in your career during and after college, from cultivating the right mindset, building your resume, maximizing your LinkedIn profile and network, and so much more. I take you through a personal step-by-step guide on how to prepare for all areas needed when searching for a job. And these were actually many steps that I personally did between my sophomore and senior year of college, as well as the first year out of college. So I always highly recommend to start early to create opportunities for yourself. In this ebook guide, you will find cover letter tips and custom templates available for download, resume building steps, with three custom templates 
templates, LinkedIn tools, and step-by-step -step guide on maximizing your profile, top 20 behavioral interview questions, and a lot more. Again, you can find this online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure when you click shop, just go to all products and you will find the ebook there, or just go to the show notes and it will be linked. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say, I wasn't like, Oh man, I gotta find a wife, right? Or a fiance, right? Right. Um, I, I definitely did. I knew the lifestyle that I wanted to live. Okay. Um, I knew like the person that I wanted to be and the lifestyle that I wanted to live. Yeah. Um, that can change through different careers, right? right. So, right. but I knew the trajectory of who I wanted to be as a person, as well as uh, the lifestyle I wanted to live. So sometimes mm. it takes tasting all those things to 100%. be able to to really move into the next step. And I feel yeah. like you have to complete certain things to be able to move forward in other areas. So like relationships, friendships, like yes, work, all yeah. these different things. If they're in like a different, uh, kind of like level. Yeah. Almost, like right? verticals, kind of, like yeah. different verticals. Right. Yeah. And the more verticals you like hit different experiences, mm -hmm. you wouldn't think this, but it helps out all the other verticals. It does. So. It does. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. Well, I feel like within female social circles, some of the conversations are often around, you know, kind of gearing about like men and their dating habits maybe mm -hmm. let's just hone it down into <laughs> new york right okay, like okay. a lot of them are often saying you know guys don't know what they want or they like they're just not like delivering things mm -hmm. that maybe women perceive that they should be able to do so okay. and for me i've always thought well i think part of it is because they're not as clear on what they want mm -hmm. um but partially because of I don't know, like maybe their inability to leave their fucking around phase. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and mind you, I've told you before, a lot of guys I've dated in the past were, you know, in their early mid thirties and mm -hmm. definitely a little bit of an age gap there. But even that, I, I still saw it present regardless <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of age. Right. So and so I asked you this at coffee a couple of weeks ago, but like I'm super curious. Why do you think some men maybe even if they're like successful in their career right so that's uh -huh. like one vertical like they're doing well in but yeah. then they're still not doing so great in this relationship aspect yeah. whether it's yeah okay okay I'll explain. <laughs> so one thing we didn't i haven't said yet is there's i'm gonna call it a macho complex okay okay, okay? like there's like i'm the man okay. right and every guy whether they would admit to it or not probably has this like i kind of want to be the man esque feeling inside okay. of them okay. um and i think it comes down to like success there's a lot of different factors to get there right um so through that like macho complex what i'm what i'm trying to get to is uh you'll see different men that mm -hmm. you know they might not be ready to settle down they're always like trying to think what's next what's right. better right um they do think men think about their like male counterpart relationships probably more than like females do i feel okay like. um and I'm just saying male, female, just okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, yeah. Um, yeah. but they, they definitely, how would I say this? I think they know, or they're trying to impress their friends more than females. Might. Okay. Or Interesting. something you might, it's like kind of under the radar. Yeah. Okay. But that's okay. But that definitely is not as frequent in, in females. Like I feel like yeah, girls yeah. more often, whether they like to admit it or not, but from a subconscious level, when you're you're either doing it for yourself genuinely like where when you're like dressing well and like looking mm -hmm. good and i think half the time a lot of secure women do it for themselves right, right? Yeah. but then on the other end of the spectrum where subcon from a subconscious level women who are not as secure yet yes. um are doing it to get attention for sure right well and that's that's the thing so if a man like says 
no, I love this woman. I'm going to be with her. Yeah. He's like letting that macho complex down okay. to all of his friends, right? Okay. It's Think about it this way. We're in like a great space that we're always constantly developing. Yeah. And like the culture in America is more open than it's ever been, right? right. Which is fantastic. Right. So you even think about like when I grew up in the 90s. Yeah. And you would do something and your friends would call you like whipped. Right. Or even, <laughs> even so, if yes. like you had yes. like... A yes. couple of my friends that were gay or something, and mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, like they would say that, and right. it was like insulting. Yes. You know, so you have to think of those 10, 15, 20 years that they like went through that all compiled, and it takes right. a lot of work, actual to work, like, yeah. to get rid of that and shit. That those is things. so true. Yeah. Okay, I'm curious because th- what you said there of like, oh, I, like when, when the, like that just triggered me to think about that um, question or thought of do men. Like, do they just know when they meet the right woman? Or do you mm. think that's kind of like too much of a black and white statement? I don't know if you've ever heard that yeah, around yeah, before, yeah. but like sometimes people often say like men just know, whereas like women sometimes can come around, I guess. Yeah, to, to yeah, like, yeah, right? yeah. But I mean, considering you are, yeah. you know, locked in right? yeah, <laughs> or you have yeah, a fiance, yeah. right? But like I'm kind of curious if, if do you do and maybe you've observed other successful, you know, men as well who mm-hmm. also have a long term partner. If do you think that's the case? Do you think it's a little bit of that plus a little bit more practical yeah. things? Well, you will also see men that like fall in love mm-hmm. like their first kind of per- their first time they're like letting down that barrier. Right. And that relationship might not be compatible, but they're like, totally. I love that person. I'm going to try to be with them forever. But right. they actually might not be. You see that all the yeah. time. Like uh, even younger men will like fall in love or yeah. and then they get married at like a younger age. Yeah. And then later on in life. But I think that's because they're not like fully developed okay. experiencing. Right. W- I don't know if there's like a guideline yeah. of what you all need to experience yeah. in life. There's definitely yeah. not. But I think the more you know and confidently who you are right the better you're going to be in a relationship i think it has That's more so to do true. with them internally than so true um so are, are we saying that men often <laughs> i'm kidding but no but actually though, are we saying then that like maybe for the girls listening out there who do maybe often kind of think uh-huh. like there's just something not hitting with some of the guys are dating right mm-hmm. is it fair to say maybe maybe that most of them just are not well-developed within themselves yet for to sure. be able for to sure. show up as like feasible partners yes for sure yeah for sure i mean everyone has insecurities right, right. but i'm sure like more men probably mask those than right the counter so right that's what i would yeah yeah i mean to be <laughs> honest right i'm gonna be honest like i think that's why I, a part of me from two three years ago started to approach dating older guys partially mm-hmm. for that reason where to me there's a higher chance they would be more developed by you know early mid 30s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously that's not the case at all yeah. <laughs> um i mean i just think it's, think it's just per person's like ability to grow on their own and to be able to like learn from their life experiences and to internalize that but yeah i i would say on the record i i definitely don't think there's a correlation with their age as much as yeah. one would naturally think mm-hmm. But I, I do think it's important that maybe, I guess, okay, for the girls listening, that sometimes it's just that us females, we might be more developed and mm-hmm. then the guys are just not, you know? Yeah. And, and I think well, and yeah. more confident in what you want. Right. You know, yeah. like if, if you're developed and you know, like, these are what I want X, Y, Z in my life. Yeah. Which I feel like women might know before yeah. men know. Right. Um, 
yeah then there's gonna be like roadblocks yeah so. <laughs> have you ever solo traveled yes yes like uh internationally yeah oh you did mm-hmm. oh, okay sure. see that that kind of explains it right because i'm sitting here <laughs> thinking like what are some of the things that aaron did that might have like developed him more as a person that i can say for sure like a lot of guys i know yeah. uh, within five years of your age like have haven't done before yeah. right like i know plenty of guys that have only lived in new york and miami for example yeah and like could never I don't know, like do a solo trip to South mm-hmm. America or mm-hmm. even solo trip to Europe, right? That's like sure. basic things, but that does change you as <laughs> yes. you know with travel, right? Of but course. that's one thing to travel with your guys to do it in a luxury way. It's yep. another thing to do it in a solo way where you have to learn how to be on your feet and yes. learn how to speak briefly in another language, like things yeah, like that. Yeah. Cause I think that just makes- Well, that yeah. even just shows like how many people are comfortable just being by themselves. Yeah probably small amount, that's true you know? that's like true how comfortable are people just staying content in yeah. like one space without being around other people yeah um makes solitude it yeah right exactly. i think i think that a lot of people i mean again girls as well but like especially the guys i think mm-hmm. that's part of maybe where from my observation like the lack of yeah. full development is like they For haven't sure. had like their own like me time yeah to yeah. like understand themselves well and i think it comes in a lot of different ways though because mm-hmm. i've so I've solo traveled, I've experienced like, we'll just say Europe because you said yeah. you've been to Europe. I've been to Europe maybe five times. Okay. But I've had a different level of experience out of all the five. Like okay. I know how I want to experience Europe now. It's very similar how I did the last time. That's how I plan to experience it moving forward. Yeah. But I've done it like in college, like you have no money. Right. right then I've right. done it out yeah. of college where yeah. it's with your boys. Right. Then I've done it like by myself. Then right. I've done it with girlfriends. I've done yeah. it with my fiance right done it with like more rich people mm-hmm. less rich people yep. and like different experiences different rooms that you're in yep so being able to see all those different things makes a difference so it, it does mm-hmm. and and I we talked about that too in that like for me I enjoy um a experiencing that myself like mm-hmm. the spectrum of that but then also having a partner that has experienced at least that similar spectrum because mm-hmm. then they also learn to appreciate it in a similar way because for, for example sure. i think someone that's only experienced it in a luxury way can only do it that way you yes. know what i mean like yeah, stuff, yeah, right yeah. like that's kind of like the when you you know uh the term you know just people that have uh right. trust fund kids 100 percent, right? yeah um, definitely from nebraska my grand or my <laughs> father is not warren buffett yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah but like kind of like a trust fund kid so yeah. they only experience inside this uh like shell yes yes and and it it goes i think it it shows in people's like the way they approach life as well i think you kind of see in their mannerism Mm -hmm. for sure for sure yeah it's interesting i've i'll say one other thing that i I feel like has like developed me is just being around so having a perspective of like every little thing like being in la yeah you're around a lot of different famous people and stuff but for my job specifically have always been around yeah um and i think you can see how different uh people kind of live life think about it and Mm -hmm. that kind of makes like differences as well right yeah um because like if i see somebody who's like super famous i don't really doesn't bother me or anything yeah Yeah. or i'm not thinking like oh i need to go see this person right i think there's like when you hit like a certain threshold, you mm-hmm. just view, view everybody as people instead of like hierarchies and yes. stuff, which also is like another vertical yes. that comes into play. Yeah. I'm curious to reverse it in a way, like looking at it from a guy's perspective on 
women and their relationship and dating experiences i don't know if you've ever heard like conversations through your fiance and like with her girlfriends or just mm -hmm. maybe from an observation standpoint what would you say is something that you feel like women are kind of misunderstanding uh, when it comes to like better understanding men and kind of like the dynamic with um you know a being able to show up as like a good good or great partner but mm -hmm. also just learning to kind of like bridge the gap almost right because yeah. i think again a lot of the feedback loop for women are other women yeah. and men same thing right so mm -hmm. that's why that's one of the big reasons i wanted to have you on the show because i think like you are a really grounded person we had a great conversation and i think i love to expose other people to different mm -hmm. perspectives i think that's what helps bridge the gap for sure yeah um it's a great question uh i'm thinking about it a couple different ways yeah. but one the first thing that comes to mind is I think when you have a partner, which a lot of people won't see, they want to become each other's lives and they really lean into the other person. They kind of change. Mm -hmm. You really need to be in a relationship where you're the same before mm -hmm. you were in the relationship mm -hmm. as after. Right. Yeah. So like you kind of live parallel lives. Right. But you like can mesh together. Um, yes. I think that's huge. Like mm -hmm. I was talking to my fiance. She has like you know whatever her dreams and goals are like she should do all those things because right. otherwise right. she's not fulfilled yes you know just yes. like the name of this podcast <laughs> yes. so um i think that's hugely important where mm -hmm. i think um that's probably a maturity level on both sides is yeah. when they're not ready to actually you know let another they they really want to become the person right. and kind of like, like intermix yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. um and they're missing that's like true. the key point like the that's only true. thing that no one else can make you happy. Yes. You can only make yourself happy. Yes. And that's the biggest thing out of all of it. Like mm. if, if we weren't happy in a relationship, I think like day one when we started uh, started dating, mm -hmm. it was like our conversation. We had two two of our closest gay friends in, from Australia. And I just want to yeah. use this because one was my neighbor and the other was her neighbor. And she was always hanging around. I'm like, man, Austin, I got to come hang out the next yeah. time. Like yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, over. So Cause like, I'm, uh, she's yeah, yeah. super attractive. Yeah. Um, and I remember we had a very conversation cause we didn't want to, we it, like us four hung out all the yes. time yes. and we're like, wow, we don't want to ruin this like whole totally. friendship, totally. uh, friendship group. And we are like, no, nah, I think we're mature enough. Like yeah. if something ever went wrong, we right. still can have the same friend right. friendship group. So, right. um, I think that was another thing that made things yeah. easier and i don't know if everyone could do that and i agree yeah. with that and i think that's a a sign of like if you are at a certain maturity level mm -hmm. and someone that you're potentially going to date or want to date might not hit that same maturity level i think you'll notice a that it ha causes more friction in mm -hmm. being together right because it'll show out show up in other places but i think secondly it, it's kind of an potential indicator of like misalignment that mm -hmm. maybe you mm -hmm. aren't maybe like the best pair whether it's at that time yeah. or just in general mm -hmm. you know yeah uh, so i think that's <laughs> something people gotta like internalize too instead yeah. of like trying to fight the friction yeah. almost exactly exactly yeah. i agree and it's you have to know when to give and take right like, yeah if it's not correct that takes like a big move if you're gonna like step away from a relationship yeah gonna stink no matter if you want to be with them or they don't you know whatever right. it is it's gonna stink right. because you like have this lifestyle with them yeah. um and that's where it comes to like now your life is st even with a partner everything yeah your happiness is still uh comes within you i think For it sure. changes with kids i don't have kids yet yeah. but i'm sure yeah. <laughs> some things change there yeah so i'm curious how you navigated um cultural differences 
in mm. your uh, your relationship because um, she's from Brazil, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I think um, that's something you know I experience myself, and I think that's something I'm actually very well adverse, uh, well versed in just um, dating men from different cultural backgrounds and Mm -hmm. that's something that i don't know i'm I'm sure some of my listeners will either come across at some point especially Mm -hmm. if they're in a city like new york or la or beyond Mm -hmm. the u.s where it's you know diverse and you might meet someone but like what i'm sure you experience this but in the sense where sometimes like communication styles are very different or like your perception of whether you can talk to people in the beginning stage or not like Mm -hmm. like in american culture there's like exclusive and um stuff like that in the beginning right and some people are dating around and some people aren't but like Mm -hmm. that's something that uh i think comes with like cultural differences and i'm curious to know uh what your experience is with that well i mean first she i'll just say like uh my fiance wasn't my like first cultural yeah yeah, yeah. okay gotcha. Uh, and not saying i like just dated around a ton of different people but had like quite a few different girlfriends from Mm -hmm. different ethnic backgrounds yeah um so i've learned a lot through all those even like girls that you haven't dated just girls you kind of hung out with for a little bit and Mm -hmm. stuff yeah i i would say it takes a little bit of time because you need to learn like how their culture is and you kind of have to respect it too the biggest thing is respect because you don't know how um, different things are handled in their culture compared mm-hmm. to how you grew up, right? It yeah. goes back to, I mean, everything kind of goes to how they were even raised. Like, were they in a single parent home? Mm-hmm. Were they, you know, those things have a lot of differences as well as just kind of the country and the norms yeah. of where they're from. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've always just like been with an open mind. It's kind of funny because I'm very like chill person, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like very, very relaxed. Yeah. And, uh, Latinas are not, yeah, <laughs> is what I'll say, um, which is kind of, I think it actually drives my fiance nuts because she'll be like, we really want to talk about something and mm-hmm. she's like fiery and I'm just like very like calm about yeah. it. Like, no, nah, it's, it's not that big of a deal, yeah. but she'll even think something's not a big deal, yeah. but then it will become a big deal if, depending on how I respond. Right. But it's all about, she just wants me to be, uh, like more energized, more in Got tune. Got it. To Less what grounded. She, yeah, 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 exactly. Go, it's yeah. not coming from she's like mad because I'm not where she comes from. Yeah. It's more of like just elevated conversations. Right. And you speak with different uh, levels of volume. Yeah. I was on a, I'll just tell you a quick story. I was on a work call maybe four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and this girl I was on a call with, uh, she knows, she's like, oh, yeah, your fiance, she's like Brazilian. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, she's on the phone. Like this, it wasn't like an important call. So, I didn't, I wasn't, I was working from home, so I wasn't like, hey, yeah. be quiet or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that. And she's like, just having a conversation with some of her girls. Yeah. And I, I was like, she's like, oh, do you speak Portuguese? I was like, yeah, I understand a lot of Portuguese. I speak a little bit. Yeah. And uh, she's like, wow, well, their conversation sounds really intense. I was like, oh, no, it's, it's really not. And she got <laughs> all just, embarrassed. I was like, but oh, it was just like so the funny. delivery that's of true, how yeah. someone speaks. So yeah. it's like things you just have to learn and. Uh, and like learn to yeah, understand exactly. what's your number one tip if you had to give anyone that maybe it's like their first time experiencing like cultural um you know differences in a new relationship mm-hmm. um what's your number one tip wow uh yeah i would say i mean just try to put yourself in their shoes yeah, Ooh, yeah that's a good one i don't even know if it it matters the culture either. yeah like you could be the same I agree that. yeah yeah just yeah. put yourself in their shoes yeah i think uh if you can look through the lens with how they're looking at something, mm-hmm. agree or not disagree, whatever, mm-hmm. but just 
take try to make the conscious effort to put yourself in their shoes yeah even if you don't agree with right. what they're trying to say yeah just try to view and then there's probably a reason you can pinpoint back yeah another way no that's huge and I, I did that too when um it came to like dating other guys from different cultural backgrounds I, like for me i just once i understood in like for example some guys i dated in the past were from russia or mm-hmm. russian mm-hmm. and they their their dating approach is definitely more monogamous or yeah, at least yeah. like the older ones like more monogamous um like they don't have any kind of talking phase <laughs> yeah, or yeah, exclusive yeah. phase and so uh-huh. uh you know there was a little bit of conflict with that at first and i think once i understood well for them they're mm-hmm. not used to that i was mm-hmm. very compassionate and understanding yes, and i think yes. that is such a good practice in general right mm-hmm. regardless Agreed. of cultural differences but i think that definitely comes as a huge help when when you have to learn to understand, oh, they didn't, they didn't know, and, and, and you didn't know either, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think it's like being compassionate for one another. Exactly. Yeah. Completely, completely agree. What about healthy relationship patterns that you've okay. learned? Like if you had to leave us with like two or three strong, healthy relationship habits that you've implemented and maybe you've learned from other people or you just learned from your own experiences, what would you say? Because I feel like okay. for your age and being in a city like New York at 31 and um, you know engaged mm-hmm. and, and actually in a solid relationship, I think that's not as common, right? Yeah, I think yeah. you know that. So sure. I'm super curious if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah. All right. I got two things that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is, and I heard this, I don't know, a couple of weeks back, but mm-hmm. I think it was on a podcast and it was just like love is time mm. so like love is just putting the time in yeah so if you no matter what if you want love to work yeah all those things you have to put the time in right so whatever that is whatever that time is and however they value that mm-hmm. um you can't just tell someone you love them without giving them your time mm-hmm. so um you gotta put the time in, do the work the other yeah. thing is go experience things together because mm. if you're not like constantly growing and evolving and going through different situations yeah one of you is going to want to go grow and evolve right we're humans we want to like continue to grow and evolve right and i think uh if you can do that together it's very special and Mm -hmm. back to your like solo travel things i remember i was on it's probably i was in i was in turkey actually i was Mm -hmm. by myself and i remember kind of experiencing something um it's kind of a wild story and that's for another time but at the same time I had done quite a bit of uh solo traveling and I was like it is better just like having someone that's like totally parallel path with you totally like no matter how you say like solo travel is the best and it's awesome I agree now when you have someone that you like love you put time in together it's it's definitely I agree uh, I I had that realization in Europe and my like when I was Uh in Italy and um London recently like a couple Mm -hmm. months ago I had that realization too, yeah, so yeah yeah <laughs> it's better just being yeah. able you're gonna have a memory that just like lasts a little longer yeah um or lasts a lifetime for a little sure longer. For and it's sure. just different like experiencing yeah, something with a stranger different. is awesome right you might not ever talk to that person right, again right. and not saying you need to relive everything that you go through right but i think it makes experiences stick with you a little longer um, when you're doing it with, out of love right. with someone that you love. Yeah. And especially when that person shares uh, the same values as you or similar mm-hmm. values and personal vision, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, the parallel Correct. path. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it hits different. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's way different. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, last two questions. Okay. Uh, one being around book recommendations. I'm super curious. Oh, I feel like, shoot. or podcast recommendations yeah, yeah, yeah. too, but I feel like you're definitely, again, 
uh, always kind of working on yourself. You're super grounded, good yeah. energy, and I'm sure there's certain content you've consumed in the past sure. that helped you get there. So yeah. I'm curious. Um, no, great question. So growing up, I hated to read. Okay. I hated to read. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just like, oh, I don't really care to read this story when I can just watch a movie about it. Mm. Right. Um, but I would say the books that I picked up that I actually enjoyed, this is like outside of, I probably was maybe my senior year of college and mm -hmm. started to like, and I hate this term self-help yeah, books, yeah, like yeah. self-help books. Yeah. They need a better yeah. like I know. term genre for that. Term. Yeah. yeah. A better yeah. genre. Um, but I was really like, Oh wow, this is great stuff. And mm -hmm. I started like reading and then audiobooks came out and I was yeah. like, wow, Audible, that changed yes. everything. Yes. And now I'm like huge subscriber to Audible. Uh -huh. uh, but I also listen to like podcasts yeah. and I try to, I'm not like podcast every single day right. type of person, right. but I know when I need it and when I don't, yeah. right? Like I'm constantly always reading like one or two different books on mm -hmm. Audible. Yeah. Um, consciously I'll do it probably like two to three times a week, I'll listen to a book yeah. um, when I'm at the gym on a run. Um, but books that I would recommend. Wow. Um, I mean, I love like Jay Shetty's podcast. I okay. think it's great. Uh, Tom yeah. impact theory. Tom yes, I, know him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think some of them, sometimes it's like very cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that kind of, I cringe every once in a while yeah. and some of the stuff, but like, I just want to push the needle. Mm -hmm. um, and, it's kind of one of those things like even though you hear something once it's not going to stick with you right so you have to like always listen and kind of do things i think one book that i think about that i read every year um is the four agreements mm, right so and two other guests have said that before on my yeah. show. Okay, interesting. <laughs> i think four there's other yeah. books that i like yeah that i really enjoy yeah. way more yeah but i think the like main focus of yeah. those books really every mm. year i try to like all right I'm caring way too much about what other people think. I need to, <laughs> I yeah. need to like go back into this yeah. book. So, okay. um, yeah, the, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It seems like people, certain people like that to bring back as like a consistent book to like reread. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. And okay. I, that's like all the other self-help books. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, from the Mel Robbins to the, mm -hmm. uh, David Goggins, yeah. all these, like I've read all these different books that yeah. all say the same thing, just mm -hmm. different. Um, but nothing's like stuck with me like, oh, I need to do it again yeah. and do it again. And the four agreements I, right. I do, I'm like, mm. all right, I need to run this one back. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well, well, of course, we'll include that in the show notes and our Instagram stories. We have a little uh, highlight where okay, we have okay. like guest recommendations. So we always <laughs> okay, include okay. the books. But um, okay, well, last question. And something okay. I ask every guest on the show. Okay. But in reflection of, you know, your personal development and your relationship with your fiance and everything you've experienced in work and life, what would you say ultimately fulfills you? Great question. <laughs> Great question. The deepest um, question of all. Yeah, I think it's this underlying go to like live, right? Mm, and mm -hmm. experience and yeah, that's that's what I would say. It's more yeah. about uh being able to experience more like I want to go everywhere in the world. Yeah. I want to experience everything. I used to when I was younger, I was like, Oh, I gotta try everything once. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um but yeah, I'd say it's like this underlying feeling that I just want to continue to live, right? And, right. Uh, and to grow. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's probably my deepest fear is like I've looked at, even where I, where I come from in the Midwest, it's very, uh, kind of feels like people stop living. Right. They, they get married very young. Yep. Um, they have a couple kids and then they're just like, 
recycling, copy, paste, re, yep. uh, you know, yep. um, people, a lot of people like drink a lot. Yep. And that's where you see those like escapes. Cause yeah. they like, they stopped being a kid. Yep. And I, I feel like I'm a huge kid and a really yeah. big kid. And yeah. anytime I go somewhere, mm-hmm. I like to feel like seeing something for the first time, yeah. you know, um, coming back when I landed in New York, I, uh, took my dog for a walk this yeah. morning. I'm like, holy shit (laughs) we live in a movie like this is insane you know and uh uh, like no matter every time you go somewhere you come back you feel those appreciations for everywhere you go so for sure yeah (laughs) oh i like that no i aaron i feel like you're you're just so grounded and you just always have positive energy to share ali and i were talking about this yesterday too we're like she's like yeah he's just gonna be a great guest because he's just always great energy (laughs) it's probably like just smiling all the time yeah yeah. just like always calm grounded good energy thank you thank you yeah um i appreciate you coming on where can everyone find you and you know keep up with what you're up to on social media no for sure um I mean, I'm on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on everything. I yeah. think my uh, handle is like the same across everything. And okay. it's just like Aaron underscore underscore Luther. Okay. Um, awesome. So yeah, feel free. I'm always posting stuff, doing wild things. Yeah. Reels and everything's made it more exciting because yeah. you can be more uh, more detailed. Yeah. And I wouldn't say I'm like an influencer or anything like that. Sure. But I think I like tell a cool story. Yeah. You know, my friends are always like, Yo, your content's amazing yeah. from Brazil, like or in <laughs> Europe or wherever you are. Yeah. Keep posting, um, and I'm just trying to give like a real perspective that yeah. I f- that I see the art inside of whatever I'm doing. That's so. super awesome. Yeah. Yay! Well, thank you for coming on, Aaron. This of was course, great, of and course. I think a lot of listeners will really cherish the the male perspective you've given. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully awesome. that was helpful. Yeah. And I'm sure, like any other questions, anyone could ask for ask sure. away. So yeah. I'm an open book. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Thank you. And that was all for today's guest episode with Aaron. As always, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And especially with this topic, if you found value in it or you felt like you gained new insights, definitely be sure to share this with a friend, post this on your Instagram story and tag the podcast Instagram at what fulfills you so we can see who's been tuning in. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. I will chat with you all in the next one.